0: Uh, don't you know that from coast to coast, where there's dope, there's hope, where there's dope, there's hope. Sheesh. Wait. Is it lit?
1: I don't. Hey. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? Episode I... 20? Is that is that correct? I think so. Damn. I I wish we had a fact checker, because I can't really believe it. I mean, I believe it, but I can't believe it. I could definitely fact check it. All right, fact check it for me. Is this episode 20? This is the last
0: episode that we had did. It was October 1st. Oh, shit. And uh, that was episode
1: 19. October 1st did start on a Thursday this month. It did start on a Thursday. We got a long month. It's five Mm -hmm. weeks. So y'all better be lucky, you know what I'm saying? Because this is the last episode you're getting for the month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So embrace it. Embrace it. It's the Herbal Tea Podcast. It's your man Earth tone and your man the Real Peasy, and we back at it, man. Episode twenty. We are here. That's crazy. Episode I like that. I like 20. that. I like that. Y'all already know what it is by this point, man. It's been a whole lot going on in general in the world, but in this Q plus genre of music, it's been a lot going on as well. It so and it much. is it is a genre. Fuck what everybody else is saying. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? If you Q plus and you're doing music, you in the Q plus genre. Period. You talking to us and we listening. And we're gonna review this music. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, what's up with you, homie? I see you got the coral cashmere on and on that. Coral cashmere, you
0: got that one. Starting right. on them. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Yes. Stunting on them this out here. This is coral. hmm Okay. Cashmere. This is not red. This is not pink. This is not. Either one of those. I oh, this is not vermilion. This is coral. Okay, get that right. Banana Republic lace me, and oh, man. the drip is already in the building. You already know what it is. I like it. I like Watch it. These Okay,
1: okay. Mm. That's how you feeling today. You feeling fancy? Fancy in the fall.
0: Complimenting your skin tone.
1: I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, I got one of them skin tones that kind of go with a lot of colors and coral yeah, just yeah. happens to be one. happens to be one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I also got on a teal, I guess it's just like teal, the teal and beige. Teal, teal and, and beige. cream, you know what I'm saying? Teal and beige, niggas keeping it creamy. I, niggas don't know about this, You know man. what I'm saying? I'm on my, I'm on my Bay Area surfer dude, you know what I'm saying? I see you. With a little, with a little bleach splash in it. A little it. bit of bleach. You know, but, Taking
0: it back to the 90s, the tie dye age era. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But anyway, Mm -hmm. let's get into this music, man. You ready? I see you got your water ready. You know what I'm saying? Get a little sip. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you wet the whistle a little bit Mm -hmm. before we get into this music. music. Who
0: we got out of this Q Plus shit, man? All right. So today, bringing to the stage Uh Uh is King Nico. King Nico. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I want to introduce you to this individual. Go ahead, King. You know, you know what I'm saying? He is a New York based indie rapper, singer, and producer. Mm. His website is King Nico. That's King Nico, spelled with two I's, N I I K O, dot X Y Z. Mm. He is a new artist. There is not that much information out there about him, but. You know how we do things here at the HTP. Oh, let me find out. I had to do the artist outreach hey. to see what the hell is really going on. And what happened? What you heard? He came through, you know, he hit me with a little bit extra info about what's going on. Mm here yeah, and this is how I have realized he is a, a producer as well. He let me know. I was going to say cuz I didn't know that. He let me know that he produced the majority of the EP mm-hmm. that we're going or album that we're going to be reviewing. Really? Yes. So, very interesting. Yes, yes. So, this is his first EP, but on the website, you can join his movement Crown Jewels and you'll get access to his merch. His news and maybe some secret events yeah. as uh is given right there. He does own the label that he's on. He started King Nico Entertainment. I presume to put out his music. Okay. He's originally born in Mississippi. Mississippi. And raised in Atlanta, Georgia.
1: M-I. Cricket letter, cricket letter, I.
0: As uh says on his uh his bio, Cherished. And mm, I Atlanta. saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So, I like that. I like, I that. like that. That was cute. He's that was slick. Doing music since age three. Mm. He came to New York. Um, I was going to say recently, but he did tell me that he was working with a producer in the very, very beginning. But he decided to, you know, just kind of, kind of do it on his own, produce his own material. And we have before us the album, the project, the body of work. Uh oh. That we're about to review. It what do we got
1: going on, man? What's what's popping out here? Nico's
0: World. Okay. It is a seven-track opus. I actually have
1: a fun fact. You have a fun fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a little fun fact. Well, this is a very light one. Music related. He actually released another project this year, believe it or not. Ah, Yeah, we've been seeing a trend of that. Yeah. We, we had a couple of artists on the show so far that released multiple projects in a year. All, but, right, um, all right, He released another project earlier this year. It was in April. Okay. Um, it was called Holy Land Short Tunes. Mm. And I'm going to have to holler at him because he got a little typo. On the streaming. I don't know if it's on all platforms, but on Spotify, it's two L's and a holy. So I don't know if he meant to put Holly Land, mm-hmm. but it reads Holly Land. And okay. then I saw on the actual album cover, it was Holy Land. So I know it's supposed to be Holy Land, but he need to get that corrected because that should be urgent. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that would drive me crazy. And yeah. I don't know if he saw it or not. But it's a whole project, but all of the tracks, it's like ten tracks. Right. And they all under two minutes. Okay. like nothing hits uh 2 minutes. So I thought that was pretty interesting.
0: Yes, yeah. interesting how that is the style of the moments to kind of hit us and dart right back out. Yeah. One hit a quarter, a couple minutes. I
1: mean they saying our attention spans is like, you know, goldfish nowadays. So Sure, sure, sure. You Keep know. doing your thing. You know. You know what I'm saying?
0: But of course we have the EP or the album right in front of us. Okay. Nico's World August 29th. August 29th was when it was released. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have to just say that I'm gonna give this track a 30% Reginald. Ooh.
1: The so whole th-
0: The whole thing. And I'm gonna Se-
1: Seven Songs 26 Minutes of Reginald James? Yes. Okay. Heard you.
0: Here's the thing. Um he's got a little bit of a theme going on. I mm. listened to the album and it... Definitely felt like he was going through things mm. like a maybe a heartbreak of some sort. And I like the way it's set up, which tells me that it was intentional the way he produces the first record, Exit, and then the last record, which I believe the name of it Pay Pay. Mm-hmm. They're kind of vibey, tracks. which was just a beat, pretty it much. was just pretty much a beat. It's kind of giving you a little bit of what uh Zebra Cast did, just kind of. Music, it's like a beat in a loop, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he set it up the beginning and the end of it in that way, and then the three songs or the six songs in between or five songs kind of give you the meat of the album. Uh, he is a much better singer than he is a rapper. Um, I would have to say when he sings, he you can tell he's he's a singer, but the thing that's a singer. Well, okay. Ooh. Let me elaborate. No, do your thing. Let me elaborate. He, <laughs> he, he has a lot of po- vocal potential there. Like when I'm hearing uh, "Used," uh, I hear the emotion that he's trying to convey. I hear the hurt. Mm-hmm. So in that way, I would say he probably could blow if you give him the right song. Mm. Which brings me to my next point: is that the songwriting is kind of like a little not well-formed. So, you know what I'm saying? While he's got great amount of emotion, great ideas that he wants to put forth in this project, I would much rather say that, you know, he should at least get a little bit more in the songwriting department because he has the potential to produce something really, really great because Mm. the the song uh, used was the first one I heard when I had it in mix or in shuffle. And I was like, that caught my ear. Mm, Okay. But it was not really like fully formulated because it was like, you know, it didn't really go anywhere. It didn't really go to the heights that I thought it could go to. So that was kind of my main gripe. But the rap songs, like, you know, Get Up and what's the other shit that he did? Damn. um... Smacked. (laughs) All right. Uh, wasn't, wasn't doing it for you? It's not really like well composed And smacked in the middle of the song It seems like it skips to a whole different vibe I don't know if that's intentional or That if was that's definitely if that, intentional If that's an error in editing
1: No nah. Oh I man, you, you talking about the glitches Yeah It's a couple He does that in like two different songs So that's why yeah. I think it's intentional I don't Yeah, Which, and that's
0: another thing I, I would like to know if that's truly Because he has that going on in yeah. some of the records And that could be production error Yeah But I also understand that that's kind of like an avant-garde thing that kids do—they kind of just let the dirtiness or the rawness of the record kind of speak to what they're trying to convey. Yeah. It could be either way, absolutely. However you consume it, but for me, it's not. If it's done tastefully or if it's done in an artful way, that's when I would get it a little bit more. I didn't really get the art out of that record smack, mm-hmm. so um that's why I didn't. Really, it kind of threw me off. Got you. And and get up is. Not you're not you're not really a rapper rapper like that. Mm. But, I mean, so I didn't really get into that record so much. All right, it's well, kind of the most lively one of the records, though. Uh, probably the most crunk, most upbeat. You know what I'm saying? Get up, get up. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of
1: <laughs> wakes me up. You uh, you ain't sound too enthused about it. uh because <laughs> I mean I don't know, man. I mean we heard you 30% <laughs> mid. I mean, hey, listen, it
0: is what it is. But Just... you know I'm a pass the baton on to you and you give me what
1: you think it is what it uh, is Mm -hmm. um i actually thought it was a mid as well i gave it a 48 percent mid though you gave it a mid 48 percent mid Ah. yeah um i enjoyed i actually really enjoyed the intro track exit i thought exit was dope um the way it came in it's interesting that you say he produces because i thought the production on the whole project was the highlight I really enjoyed a lot of the production See, on this yeah, album. yeah. I think um, that was
0: the best part of it. Yeah. He, the produ- he, really, he could
1: produce. He could make he beats. He did his thing. It, it has a, it has its own character. It has its own style. It's familiar, but it's, like, distinguishable.
0: Yeah, Um.
1: Yeah. And that intro was dope. I like the way he kind of warped his voice, which is kind of slurry. Because you could kind of get that. It's a it's a it's a thin line between the whole mumble rap and the clarity thing. Yeah. So when you blur it right and you kind of play with it, it could kind of be it could come off vibey or it could come off sloppy. It's, it reminds I me think, of
0: what Kendrick did on some things that he did on he like. Definitely Eva. has that tone. I know Either what you are talking Gam about or 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 in P- to Pimp a Butterfly. He did some tracks yeah. where he's kind of like slurring vibe, exactly. kind of giving emotion. And it's
1: intentional. So yeah. I can hear what he was doing on this and like the certain phrases and the parts that really stand out and become clear mm-hmm. are poignant and it's like you can hear and it's like okay, I really like this. I like I enjoyed it and for this to be an intro track and it's called Exit, yeah. I fuck with that even more too. So it was like I like low details and shit like that you know what i'm saying like you said that avant-garde that little abstract shit that just like if you don't pay attention it could go over your head but when you pay attention it's like okay i like that Mm -hmm. and i'm also curious why he put a period at the end of it because it's like exit period it's a couple of the titles that they were either in all caps or it was written as a sentence and it ended with a period so i thought that was interesting as well yeah Um, yeah 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 but um my favorite track it's probably Get Up. Really? <laughs> I really, I really enjoy that, that fucking record. track. I feel like he's in his element in that track. I feel like... I agree with you. He's not a great rapper. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy his singing more than his rapping. Mm-hmm. But he has a very dynamic voice. He could do a lot with his voice in it sounds interesting. He might not be that great of a singer, but mm. it sounds interesting when he sings. Yeah, he might not yeah. be that great of a rapper, but it sounds interesting when he raps. And it's not always great, but like I thought this get up, and especially the way he using his voice on the hook, I'm like, yeah, he kind of in his element on this. If my only thing, it was kind of short. I thought the, the feature, who was it, Carlo.
0: Yeah, DiCarlo. He kind of,
1: I mean, they kind of complimented each other. They I did. thought they were the they same did. person. Like, I thought DiCarlo was... King Nico on his calm flow, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like they sounded like the same person, so right, I right, thought right. that was a nice little compliment. But I enjoyed it every time I hear it, I really do want to. It made me want to get up. Like it's some workout get up, shit. Get up. I, I fuck with it. It's 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 short and sweet. It gets to the point. That was like my fa- one of my favorite moments on the project, other mm. than uh, Exit, which I enjoyed as well. The ballads, I wasn't too crazy about. I've, I kind of felt like you on um, what was it used used. The the writing is kind of cool. It's going there. The substance is there, but he ain't really take it there the way he could have. Right, right. The singing, the vocal performance, is cool. It's distinguished. It's not super great technically, but it has a nice character to it. He has a nice tone to his voice, and mm-hmm. you could tell kind of he he plays with the singing. He's he has a decent singing voice, which I enjoy. And I thought the production on this it stayed at the bridge. Like, it never went to, like, a chorus and a, you know what I'm saying? Like, you never got the climax. It kind of just stayed at the verse and then went to yeah. a bridge. Um, but I think that might be kind of some a bit of his style. Like I said, he released the album with all of the songs that was under two minutes. Yeah. A lot of these songs are on the shorter end. Um, And then he kind of breaks it down to, like, Turned Up Joint, ballad turned right. up joint ballad he kind of goes like back and forth which was as dope well. as well and it's only seven joints mm. but i mean for you know this is the first time i'm being introduced to this artist i enjoyed this project for the first listen i didn't really get too much about him from the project which was right. another downfall True, um true, especially true. for this to be you know one of your earlier projects um but, but it wasn't you know i couldn't take... range though for did. The style he, that did. he did which i enjoyed that. that i appreciate that, that that's I why that.
0: it's like you know what I'm saying that's why I gave it the score that I gave it is because you have like a distinctive style that it definitely could it could be something really really great and it could definitely elevate into something really 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 amazing that's in funny the we
1: be having the same bullet points but then we'll have like a different score <laughs> Like the same notes and and topics and all of that. You know but I shout, hey, shout out to shout out the king. That's Nico how it go, man. King Nico, it. go listen to that shit. It's Nico's still fresh world. out there. Came pretty much at the top of September. Um, seven songs, latest project. Nico's world, man. Yes, go streaming on all platforms. Let us know what y'all think. Go support that on the Herbal Tea Podcast. On the I Herbal Tea. Welcome to the alumni. You're- Welcome. All right, man. Up next. Who we got next to the stage? We got the artist known as Arlo Parks. All right. Woo. Arlo Parks, ladies and gentlemen. Arlo Parks. Let's check it out. Bring we her. got? So Arlo Parks is a Q Plus singer-songwriter mm-hmm. from London. London. Aye. <laughs> bloody London. Um, her influences include Earl Sweatshirt mm-hmm. and Portishead. Head. Yeah, okay. That's a hell of a range, that which works. I like. And that it's kind of in the same pocket. Like Earl Sweatshirt is kind of like the Porter's head of hip hop, almost. Yeah, yeah. He got that kind of that style, that edge. Um, according to her, she was always feeling like the black girl in school who couldn't dance for shit and listened to way too much emo music and was crushing on a girl in her Spanish class. So that's how she breaks Ooh. down herself, which is pretty interesting when you look at it. It's not like three different layers and categories but she touching on three different things yeah yeah and it's almost like not necessarily insecurities but just three different like we those things we socialized about so we we socialized to feel certain ways about ourselves like you're a yeah. black person that can't dance yeah all of a sudden you less of a black person it's right, like right you know what i'm saying like we are socialized to think these things but that was interesting that that was in her bio so i saw it and i was like all right so we see you know the vibe she on already um she was listed as a breakthrough artist in 2020 uh, in an annual BBC poll. There's this poll that they do. It's a bunch of music critics, and every year they kind of, you know let you know who's next. And she was next up for 2020. Facts, facts. And then, speaking of, she was on her first tour where she was headlining in March, and who shows up? Miss Rona, of course. Shut it down. So she was in the middle of her first headline tour. tour, top of 2020, and the shit got cut short. She out there in Europe tearing it down, and all of a sudden the whole shit get canceled because of Corona. So hurts. you can't see
0: it's hell changed. of a
1: hell of a little situation right yeah, there. Um, pandemic turning things upside down, left and right. Yeah, man. that sucks. That sucks. But hey, it is what it is. She persevered through it. She released this joint, which is a single. Hold on. Oh, I figured. Let me. Fun was, fact. I, was I going too fast? Hold up. Go ahead. Fun fact
0: What you got? Have you seen the video for this song? I did see the video actually. Okay, and you know,
1: I normally don't see the video. You normally (laughs) do not. I'm not
0: ready for you to have seen this. I definitely saw the video, but I'm glad. But go ahead. Um, I think the video is a great, you know, representation of the song, but I don't want to get too deep into that. I have another fun fact for you. Oh, she's on a title playlist. Okay. You know, um, title is not necessarily like like Spotify. Those are really cu- curated by people who work there, and you know, those are like basically hand selected. Um, when you when you get your song on there, it's not like you could submit to a title playlist. So when they pick oh, your shit, those are really curated. Yeah, you you know, so they if your shit end up on there, as it did, this song that we have here in front of us, um, the single. Okay. I thought that was really really like. What dope. was the What was the name of the playlist? Um, it's just the latest songs that came out that, cause oh, it's like a, the newest of, got you. you know what I'm saying? Best new tracks. Okay. So stuff that they, they think is really, really hot. Like right now that just came out.
1: Okay. okay. So, you know, so that's what's going on. Okay. Okay. Well, we got Arlo Park. She released this joint hurt in, um, August, August 18th, mm-hmm. three minutes, 36 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed this joint i enjoyed it i didn't love it um but i didn't hate it uh Mm. i gave it a 54 percent mid Wow. yeah so that's like a high mid um i thought the production was really cool it was i mean her voice is beautiful she has a really dope voice i fuck with her voice is really really distinct sultry she got that airy you know i mean sultry quality to her voice um and it's kind of like her flow is nonchalant. Like, she kind of sing, like, on some bedroom type shit. And I saw, like, in her bio, she describes one of the genres of music that she does as bedroom pop. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. Like, I never heard that term before. But when I heard it and I read it, it made so much sense when yeah, it came yeah. to describing her. So I was like, okay, that makes sense because she got that... I'm just nice with it. Like, I could wake up and, you know what I'm saying? Like, she got one of those type of voices. Um, It was introspective and inspirational as far as the content. You know what I'm saying? She talking about, you know, wouldn't it be lovely to feel something for once? She getting into her emo bag. Like, she telling you she emo. She's an emo girl at heart. And she's touching on those type of vibes, Mm -hmm. especially in this joint. And like you said, the video was kind of looking... It was like an abstract type video. You know what I'm saying? She had yeah. this kid going in. He was doing his dance type. It was like a weird style like you've never seen really before, but it was like mm-hmm. a combination of a bunch of shit. And she was in the video. Like, the coolest part of the whole video, I thought, was the looking up when she was playing chess on a glass and you could kind of see through, but then she didn't move the chess. I was like, mm-hmm. that was a hard mm-hmm. little angle. It was a simple shot, but I thought it was just so dope. But um, she you could tell she pays attention to details and shit like that. But... The production was cool but it wasn't great for me and it didn't have great I don't know the song didn't have great staying power. Like it was cool but then it wasn't like it wasn't a joint that I wanted to kind of hear over and over again. And it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of another song um which I couldn't put my hand on it, but I did enjoy it. It was it has it has like the video, it has a very a cool artsy minimalistic style. Yeah. And that's kind of how the song is in some ways. Um, but I did enjoy it, but you know it wasn't it wasn't crazy for me. It didn't blow me away, but I felt like I enjoyed her as an artist more than I did this song um, but at the end of the day it's still a high mid 54 percent high mid that's a you know that's a decent listen. It's definitely worth going to check out and letting us know what you think. But what did you think? What's your whole take on the whole situation I heard I heard you gasping over there. you know what I really think of this song? I think that you should put it on in the
0: headphones.
1: Oh, shit. Well, why are you letting everybody know we be listening in the headphones?
0: Because at the same that was time... That's supposed to be exclusive it information. Might, it might have been exclusive. See, we just let y'all know. Boom, but at the same the curtain, time, man. we listen, we, we fuck with this music. So we have to make sure that, you know, we get the vibe right. Because sometimes we want to talk about the record in a a different kind of way that brings it to life and it kind of helps us to vibe out a little bit. It does, absolutely. So, that, on that note, I'm gonna have to bring the fire trucks out oh, on this record. Shit. That's a real real reason why I wanted oh, to get Oh, I this was song wondering because I'm
1: like, you doing a whole
0: lot. Like Because this song is definitely fire to me. Okay. I like it for all the reasons you might not like it. I like that it's understated and I like her indie voice. She gives me a uh, Lord. She sounds a lot okay, like Lord. Yep, yep. I can hear that. And especially in the lyrics, you know what I'm saying? The lyrics here. Wouldn't it be lovely to feel worth something? And that was one of the one of the things I got from mm-hmm. it. Started dreaming of a house in Red Carnation's by the windows. I'm not singing it, but that is the lyrics because I went and looked them up because I wanted to understand a little bit more where she was coming from. I could mm-hmm. relate to the hurt. I could relate to that type of hurt. So it kind of really spoke to me on a whole different entire level, and I just liked the way she she approached it, and the video itself brought that to life because you do a lot of things to kind of deal with pain. So the dancing represents that to me. Yeah, it's a it, it is a dance with just basically survival. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes the hurt could be so bad, it could be so deep. That it might drive you to do something, you know, really, real harmful to yourself or, you know, whatever the case may be. So you do this dance kind of like with reality, like, you know, is this real? Because it can disorient you. And that's the other Mm. part of the video itself. It kind of disorients you the way she spins around and you got these split images. That's kind of how I felt the video. And I thought it added what she was saying in the hook. Mm. It won't, won't hurt so, hurt much, so forever. much forever it, it kind of drive forever. that it, it won't drive that but you understand like you don't really get that when you're going through some painful shit like that but it's nice to hear cause you might get little glimpses of those messages when you're going through some pain that okay it's gonna get better but you still like you still deep in it so it it means something but it doesn't mean as much as you would like it to mean cuz mm. it's not bringing you out of that pain right now mm. so i got a, i got a lot of that out of the song like i just i just relate to it on a whole entire okay. different level so I, fire trucks damn bring them percentage? out what percentage 77 77%, 77% you know what I'm saying? 77% okay
1: okay damn you, you know brought saying? the fire trucks it's, out for us.
0: it's real groovy it's funky it i is fuck groovy with, and funky. i fuck with the, the like the indie pop vibe like okay. I
1: fuck with that have you. All right, well hey, listen, there you have it. All our parks hurt. Go check it out, man, and let us think let us let us know what you think because there you have it. You got a mid fifty four percent, you got a 70s they they're near 20, 20 points apart.
0: Pretty much.
1: And he brought the fire trucks out, man. You know when Peasy bring the fire trucks out. Hey, you got to go listen to it. You got to go check it out and check out that video. Yeah, it's definitely R.C. I fuck Mm, with the video, mm, man. mm. Um, Arlo parts. there you have it. Who we got next up? Who we We got got next? next? Let me make sure I throw these in the headphones so I don't get my head chewed on. Hold up. Hold up. Hold
0: up. Come through. We We need the vibes here.
1: I'm right here with you. Because
0: the next... one bringing to the stage mm-hmm. is Azian.
1: Azian.
0: Azian. Don't get it fucked up. Don't get it fucked up. Do not. Because let on. me tell you, every interview that I read, you will see how it was pronounced. Yeah, and I was definitely not pronouncing it no. correctly when we were researching it, when we were like talking about who we're going to do next. Mm. I was calling mm-hmm. A Azian or crazy. Azian. Azian is what it is. She is a singer songwriter. Born in Jersey. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Come on, man. Born in Jersey, raised in Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. Now she's based in LA. She's a three-time Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter with credits writing for the likes of Jennifer Lopez, Miley Cyrus, Ludacris, and Young Money. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Most notable collab. And this is this is what's crazy. She actually went by her real name when she did some of her collaborations. She goes by Asia Bryant on some credits. And, I saw that. And you've seen her name. Okay. Because she did a song on Dr. Dre's Compton album with the game, Just Another Day. That is her singing at the Ooh. end of that record. And I fuck with Compton. You know I have yet to, to hear that album. Oh my god. I have not to this day I have not, not heard really that, album. that. much. It's good, but it's not that. It's not but fine. I still need to hear it. You so. should hear it. it. That's you an should, important album. You should man. hear it. Yeah. You should definitely hear it for the game record because she's on it as I Asia Bryant. Oh man. Now so, I really gotta hear it. Okay. So that's you know, as you can tell, you know, as you know, Dr. Dre, legend Dr. Dre. So she's worked with some pretty notable people. I okay. To, I have to give her that. Um, she's released two EPs, Love Train and Love Train 2, 2017 and twenty nineteen, mm. and she plays nine instruments, y'all. <laughs> nine fucking instruments. Let's go through them: piano, Let's guitar, them. bass guitar, clarinet, bass clarinet, flutes, trumpets, and sax. What? So you know how. She plays them all, Like, and I. How? Just, I just, when did she start? I mean, she two months probably in the womb. Something Shit. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and she's also bilingual. She speaks English and French.
1: Bisexual and bilingual.
0: Yeah, all of that. All of that. Oh, wait, no. Think? Is she
1: bisexual or is she lesbian?
0: She is. I think she might be a lesbian. She might be a lesbian, if not openly like fluid. For sure, bisexual, oh, and, bi- no, no, no.
1: bisexual is- and bilingual sound like an album. So, if bisexual, it's a bisexual Q Plus artist out there, you're welcome. Um, I think
0: she uh, okay, I don't want to misquote, but I did, I definitely seen a couple of the articles that I've seen that she's um, she's openly I think she's lesbian. A proud lesbian, yeah. yeah, open lesbian.
1: Okay, well, shout so, out to her shout out to, her, shout out to her, shout out to her. Um, I actually have a fun fact.
0: I knew you did. How did you I know knew I knew you had one coming. I felt it coming on. You know what I'm saying? You normally don't, but, but I felt like I one. I do, got, like got, one. I do one. got one. What's going
1: on? She actually, she did a lot of songwriting, but she was an artist before she popped off as a songwriter. So right. she popped off of her songwriting. She was songwriting for like, a lo- like major art, like Pitbull, motherfuckers yeah. like that.
0: Yeah. So She's
1: been out here. at 15 years old, she was an artist. She toured and- you know, was doing shows as an artist before she popped off as a songwriter. And mm-hmm. then once the songwriting popped off, it was like, all right, well, we got to go where the money is yeah, here. Yep,
0: yep. And then
1: she was out of here, and then now she back on the scene. So I thought that was pretty dope. It's a lot
0: of um, single songwriters that kind of go that route. There's another one that I bring up a little bit later that kind of had the same pretty much career that. track. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but as far as AZ on, uh, she has this single. It is called Gucci, Gucci <laughs> and it is featuring Grandmaster Vic Grandmaster Vic is a hip hop violinist mm-hmm. so he is the guy well he pretty much you... produced it right uh I no I think he produced it no he didn't produce the record it was but a... that's him on the violin that's him on the violin that she had another set of producers do the actual track I don't have gotcha. the name of the producers with me but I did see that mm. um and he is the one adding those sweet highly complimentary violins that go with her voice so well I'm just going to give it up. She is also, give it up. Also, a fire. Oh, you, also a fire going on here. Twice
1: in one show? I mean, listen, and get the rating. Now, nah, let, me, let me stop pegging you as a bearer of bad news because listen. you give you give the ratings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What was the rating? The rating, I gave it
0: a 77 as well. Oh,
1: shit. I
0: gave it a 77 okay, as well. Okay, okay. I really think this song snaps. Damn, you kind of <laughs> you really, brought the boys this out. This song snaps for me twice back to back. beyond. we'll go. We'll go on and talk about it. She's a beautiful, beautiful woman. I would just say, like, the, like I said, the violins match her perfectly. So that production choice and the fact that when I saw in her interviews how closely she pays attention to her production because she, you know, she is a producer. But she also employs people to kind of bring out certain elements. If she wants a vibe, she'll tell you, like, I want this type of vibe for the track. That's the type of producer she is. So,
1: Picky's inspiring. Violin, I got to get on that. I got to get on that type of time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. She is. She's one of those. And, you know, I think her ear for that type of attention to what you need in production, it matters so much. If you are a producer out here and your ear is not tuned to – what you have going on and the details that it takes to make a record really shine then you know you really kind of half-assing this in my opinion but I think she's got it going on she's definitely um, doing her thing and the simplicity and the brevity are the genius in the track cause (laughs) you get in you say what you gotta say. I wanna
1: know that secret because I this tend bitch, to like this bitch. Is two minutes and eleven seconds. I
0: kind of like
1: that. This is a short song.
0: I like it because you get your verse and it's a slow kind of trappy track. So it doesn't really need to stick around that long. And she kind of got to the point. It's like a. It is like an interlude, but she gives you a real meaty kind of vibe here. Like you could really sink your teeth in this type of record. I don't know. That's just me. Um. I would just say the only thing about it is it's not that original because it's like another trap R&B type track but for what she did with it for the way it sounds for the way her voice is she did her thing.
1: Okay. Well there we have it. Brought the fire trucks out again. They st- they were still here. They were still here. They just circled the block. They had to so, circle the block yeah. and something else came And came, came right up. the fuck back you with another me? 77%. Hey well they might as well sit their ass still because I gave it a fire as well. You know what I'm saying? Good. 75%. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you pretty much said it all. Like, said, li- look at my notes. Like, short and sweet. You were just saying it right to the point. Um, Leaves you wanting more. Give you that that meaty substance. Like, you could sink your teeth, and that's why you got to kind of run it back. You want to hear it again when you hear it. I want to hear it again. The way she hitting them notes on that Gucci frame. And then I <sighs> love that. I love the fact that you see... The cover, and you hear the title, and you're like, all right, she probably on some flossy shit. That's boom, exactly boom, boom, boom. Wah, what I wah, thought. Wah. <laughs> I thought Another was... trap, wah, wah. It's like, nah. I was totally judging It's her. like, no, she giving you some shit. Go and take a Real. listen, nigga. And then she brought in the sad-ass violins to let you know, just in case you was unsure of the vibe, nigga, yeah. You were right on track. Listen I to mean, the violins.
0: I'm sorry for you. It's pretty shit. much
1: it's pretty much a revenge song. She pretty much saying like, "Listen, it's I've been so I've been I've been going up since you left me. Period. And I can't see your type no more through these frames. Like these go- these frames I'm they wearing, not, they don't even allow me to detect you no more. You're not in that. The you, amount of drip that's going on. You missed the
0: wave. You boo. drowning.
1: And I we, can't even. I can't even help you. I can't even see you at all. This Just told the whole story in two minutes and eleven seconds. I, I mean, it. what else you want me to say? Fire, seventy-seven percent, seventy-five percent. Go listen to it and let us know what you think. Go find her. Prove us wrong. A z on debate us. You know what I'm saying? That's what that would be dope. Because the joints we kind of hit it on the head mm. on. We got the same. Debate us. Let us know what y'all think. I want Where's to hear it. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? If I'm lying, I'm dying. Remember that shit? <laughs> if I'm lying, I'm flying. As you I'm can lying, see, I'm, I'm still. As you can see, I'm still
0: right here on the ground. <laughs> Come on, man. All right, all right. All right, who right.
1: we got next, man? We done wrapped it who, up with the Q+. plus. We honest. done wrapped
0: it up with the Q+. plus. They showed out. We might as well go ahead and
1: go ahead to, to the, the
0: ally of the day. Come on. Trying to hit
1: that Gucci frame note. Uh, 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 not smoking his <laughs> L we not. <laughs> Um, But yeah, our ally of the day is none other than... All right, let me make sure I get this pronunciation right. Okay. Is it Sia? It is Sia. Sia. I always Sia. mess her name right. I get her name messed it up. It is Sia. And I get chewed out because her other name, the way I pronounce it, sounds like another artist. Yeah. But we're not going to go there. Sia capital S capital I capital A we all know the look we all know the sound we all know her but did you know that she is an ally of course of the Q Plus community she's an Australian singer songwriter Um, she started out as a singer in the acid jazz band believe Mm -hmm. it or not Mm -hmm. so that's how she got her start her come up you know what I'm saying She dropped the album in Australia, um, her debut, in 1997. So she ain't new to this. She true to this. Not at all. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? She's been doing it for a minute. Don't get it twisted. Mm -hmm. Just because you just seen her. Just because you. She been out here. All right? She moved to London. She released her second album in around um, 2000. And then she took it to the States. With her last two albums She moved to New York City In 2005 So she been You know She was a journeyman Man. She been out here Moving around Finding her legs And then that's when She really kind of Popped up With her latest two albums Which I think is her Fourth and fifth albums Right right um, She's best known For her look With the half blonde Half black You know Face covering wig You mm, can't really see situation. her face When I first saw her I was like Damn like Who is this shit She had on a big ass bow With that face covering wig mm-hmm. You couldn't see it But her voice was like Angelic It was crazy um, She was actually uncomfortable with her newfound fame. So that was one of the reasons for the wig. And then she actually retracted a lot and kind of took a hiatus from the music, the scene, and all of that. So that's right. why you probably seen her. She was bubbling for a minute. And then all of a sudden it was she like, where's, where's Sia? So, um, she you actually, see her, and then you didn't see her. You see her, and then you ain't see her. I like that. That should be the name of her what next album. You're welcome. Like, we get, we, we out here, we, we hot today. Here, you know what I'm um, saying? She Codables. actually, she, she write for a lot of people too. So she had a whole writing phase where, you know, she got, a, she pinned a lot of his for a lot of your favorite mm-hmm. artists. So that's kind of where she at with it now. She's more so behind the scenes. Um, and she actually wrote a very heartfelt letter to the queer community. Um, on behalf of you know pride month right and it was published on billboard and it was really really in depth and it came from the heart and apparently she told him you know to post it with no edits so it was straight from her um uh, i advise everybody to go check it out it was dope um but yeah she's an ally and she's out here she got this song with david guetta mm. who is a french dj and producer mm. um i'm sure you've heard of him he does other joints i can't Think of off the top of the head, the joints he's been a she part of. A, but. He
0: got a song with Nicki Minaj, Turn Me On. Okay. That's one of the main ones. But he yeah. is, he's there, like out there with Diplo. Exactly. Same he's in kind of that same kind of, of same kind of way. EDM, yeah. big yeah. EDM crowd. Exactly.
1: So they got this joint called Let's Love. Dropped on nine eleven, um, uh, Three minutes, 20 seconds. Latest uh single, and I think it's just a Lucy it's a, you know David got a produced joint, Mm-mm. but you know the joints he produced, he don't really perform on them, vocally um, yeah. so yeah. it's usually the it's usually about the artist that he has on the on the song um I gave this joint a fifty percent mid you gave it a fifty mid yeah yeah fifty percent mid it was it was right in the middle for me um I like the production, it was very eighties, very like Miami Vice, you know what I'm saying, it kind of gave you that bop. It wasn't super original though. I felt like I we've kind of heard that bop a few times in the last month or so mm-hmm. for some reason. Um but it was cool. It was done well. The quality was there. It's Sia, so you know, you know her vocal performance is going to be there like she can't really. But these lyrics was like I don't know. It wasn't <laughs> nothing. It didn't hit the part for me. It was very standard. And she's known for her pen. Like she's kind of she's kind of nice with the pen. So I don't know these these lyrics was a little they was a little dry for me a little on the nose but um it's still yeah it's still she was like you change for me I change for you you it was just kind of very you know it wasn't crazy but it still gave you that vibe what it really gave me it feel like this is perfectly suited for like movie and TV like this should go into like. A library like a sample library for like film like this is perfect for like a scene like you see like a dramatic scene somebody mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it's perfect for that but it ain't really something i want to go to and listen to my headphones and kind of vibe with it. so but that's why i gave it like right smack dab in the middle it's like a you know it's a quality good song mm-hmm. it serves its purpose it's just not great for listening so mm-hmm. i kind of gave it that middle but she performed she ain't you know ain't no slack like her voice is crazy you can't really take away from that performance aspect. The quality of the production is there. Like, I don't know too many people that can give you a replica vintage 80s Miami Vice unless you're a producer. Like, everybody can't do that. So yeah, yeah. to replicate that and give you that exact feel, like, I mean, that's that's no short feat. So you got to give it to them on that end. But other than that, man, it's movie music, you know? So mm-hmm. shout out to Sia. What do you think? See ya. See ya. I, I ended up saying it anyway. Sia, shout out to Sia. What do you think? You're forgiven. <laughs> Let's See Sia, did you see it or not? Less love.
0: Was you seeing her or not? I actually did see her, and then I had to see her away. Damn. Oh. God damn. <laughs> like that, though? What'd you give it? I mean, I kind of agree with you pretty much when a lot of these points see, is. Yeah, we pretty gonna, much we always got the same
1: bullet points, like, but then got to give f- it a-
0: Forty-five minutes. Oh, we right
1: there. We Why right the there. Point? Like
0: this, Five points. This song sounds like a lost Pat Benatar record. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It reminds me of some Love shit called to go off. You know what I'm saying? It yeah, sounds Love like that type of yes. record. That's what it totally, right away when it gave me, I was like, yeah. ah, I are going for that sound. It gives That's you that cool. feel. Yeah. But yeah, the lyrics were
1: very mediocre, mm. middling, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's still like If I didn't see the title Of the song You wouldn't be able you, To tell me She not saying That's love <laughs> That's love Like it still Don't say it's, it's, I still can't hear it She got her accent For going me it sounds Like she said That's love I, I hear her saying I, I don't hear less That's love, love. I can't hear less love. I
0: guess it doesn't really matter at this it point don't. because either one of them would have been fine. That's what I'm saying. It works either <laughs> it way. Would have, either way. You don't have to name Like I forget.
1: To, I forget until I look at the cover art and it yeah, says that less ha- love. I'm like, right, oh, okay. You don't, you, don't, that's right.
0: you don't even have to like <laughs> know the title with a song before you can guess it on yeah, your own. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's very middle of the road. It very is very average. It is, it is. Um Even for a seal song, which kind of makes it a little bit more disappointing, which is why I gave it a (sighs) forty-five. Yeah, okay. Because I was expecting, you know, even for David Guetta to produce this record, me too. What are you doing? What's going on?
1: I had high expectations,
0: right? So I mean, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's not that long. That's another thing.
1: You know what I'm saying? That's what kind of saved it as well. It was like, all right, it gets it up. But that's what I'm saying. It's perfect for a scene. It was like you get that scene in, you like, okay, yeah, like yeah, some kind of rom com. He gonna do it like Like, like, like at the end of the movie. Movie. He's finally gonna He finally made he it. he like, gonna change
0: his way he's gonna change his way. He's gonna be a drunk bastard no yeah, more. Yeah, he, he gonna He gonna admit that he's wrong and yeah. go back to his girl Everything's and ask gonna for up and back. up. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 That's what it is. that's exactly what this song <laughs> is, y'all. So y'all enjoy. It. That's Hey, just, shout out to Sia David Shout out her, to They see did it. Her. I think I pretty her. much See ya, yeah. we
1: see it It's hopeful. it's hopeful hey, when I'm hopeful. Go check it out and let us know what you think. You know what I'm saying? 50% mid we got a 45% mid. So I'm on the high end of the mid. I feel like high mid is between like 50 and 60. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anything below that is like 30 to 50. That's kind of like just mid-mid. It's just mid, mid. So you got a mid-mid and it's a high mid. Baby, we just pack Barely it. high mid. You so pack
0: in the blunt a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. we ain't got that much loud We're not trying to do too much. Nah, 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 nah. You nah, gotta nah, pack man. it with a little bit of mid in it to make you go a little bit longer.
1: Hey, it's worth a listen. It's worth a listen at the very least. So sure. go check it out. Let us know what you think. Go check that whole out. And there you have it. That's the ally. <laughs> Out of the day. Shout out to Sia. <laughs> see ya. See ya, we see ya. Hey. We do see ya, for sure. And what we gonna do now, man? Is we, we done got the music out of the we way. We got the music out of the way. Shit. We about to head to these streets.
0: They screaming. Ooh. On fire. On fire. What's going on on the pavement? There's so much going on, you would not believe. Okay, okay. This is your street correspondent, the real peasy. I'm yeah. out here, you already know what it is. Yeah, fill us in. You know what I'm saying? So did you know that October is LGBTQ History Month? You know what? I didn't. <laughs> I'm kind of ashamed of myself. Like, I didn't know we had a month. And we have a whole entire month. So not only do we have Pride Month in <clears> June, <throat> but we also have LGBTQ History Month that is going on right now. Interesting. And in this month... Who picks these months? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I bet you it's the white establishment. So we're going to have to see how the fuck we're going to get up on there and see. what, You know, figure out how we're going to get this information out to everybody else in the hood. But that's what's going on. October 11th is National Coming Out Day. Okay. So that is a thing. I have seen that. I've never knew what day it was. I don't was. know how I feel
1: about that. <sighs> It's kind of like I
0: get it, but it's like. Well, see, if we're talking about identity politics, I think it's it's helpful because the visibility is really what the visibility about.
1: is great, and I get that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just talking about like the origin, the whole name, and all that, like the whole coming out day. It it kind of just puts, it don't put pressure, but it kind of puts almost a false pressure of like, all right, well, you're gonna you got to do it sometime. So <laughs> this is the day. If you want to do it, you should be more comfortable on this day, like nigga. I ain't ever gotta come out. Like I'ma Man, just live. You like, could just
0: live. Fuck you, y'all. Could. you don't have to and you don't even have to come out on coming out day. It's just celebrated for those who have. Maybe this year. And there's been a whole lot of people that actually have, not Absolutely. on Coming Out Day this year. We'll get to that later. Okay. Let's talk about, you know, what else is going on out here in the music scene. Um, have you heard of Victoria Monet?
1: Why does that ring a bell?
0: It does ring a bell. Victoria Monet is a lot like who we reviewed earlier, ASEAN. She's also a singer-songwriter that's been out there doing uh, a lot of collaborations with industry vets like Ti. She did a song with Nas on "Life Is Good." Okay. Um, so she's a singer-songwriter that's put out a couple of projects. She has a new song out with Kalani. It's called okay, "Go Ahead uh, Touch Me" remix. And that's available right now, so that is the latest um, Victoria Monet. Victoria Monet, okay, and yeah, Touch Me remix out there right now. Her album Jaguar is also available. Another hit that I want to talk about, or potential BB Rexa. You heard of BB Rexa? No, BB Rexa is a basically a pop artist, um, dance pop artist, and she has a song with Doja Cat. Your okay, girl. my girl, holla, you know what Doja. I'm it's called Baby, I'm Jealous. Oh, damn. It's kind of a bop. You should check that shit out okay. whenever you get the chance. I kind of fuck with it. Okay. And back to the Monets, in addition to Victoria Monet, we also have Janelle Monet. Who, Mad Monets. Mad Monets. A lot of artsy. You know what I'm saying? We are art. That's what it is. But Janelle Monet put out an emotion picture for the song Turntables, which we reviewed on episode 18. You know what I'm saying? I checked that video out. I had to get my little thing for a second because I
1: was about to choke. I was about to say you had like a little pause there. <laughs> I thought I was about on. to go in
0: depth. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Just the fact that the video is kind of dope. I fuck with it. I okay. kind of fuck with the song a little bit more. Cause you, I was gonna say because you was hating on the I mean, song, of <laughs> like Loki, <key. laughs> damn, like
1: I was like, damn, I know like key. this song
0: is fire. It's all right. It's like, you, all right. You giving higher grades it's to it's less all right. No, 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 no. All right. no, all right. all right, always be consistent. I'm not. I'm not gonna come you. I'm not gonna come We're at your. Right we could have <laughs> You was this. hating on that song though. and now it was a little bit a little bit but the video fire you should check out the video
1: okay i haven't you seen let that no
0: it's very it's very much out there and lady gaga lady gaga she out there with a new video lady gaga has a new single 911 is from her latest album chromatica we reviewed her on episode eight when we talked about stupid love that was the first single Mm-hmm. That one. Um,
1: so, <laughs> that wasn't quite how she hit it. You looked at me really like, nigga, that is not how she hit it. How but she hit it. <laughs> If you want to, if if you feel bad about yourself.
0: Stupid love, love, love. That was that one. So, um, yeah, Chromatica, the album. You know, this is the third single. So she's out there doing her thing with that album. It's a pretty good listen. So check that one out. The video's out. Very, okay. very much more back to the old Lady Gaga where you get a very artsy and kind of compelling. Story video. Mm. It's a whole setup. It's a whole scene. It's a whole movie. You know how Gaga do. She's back to doing those. She's not playing. And not playing. Um, Shout out to the Real Proud Boys who took over that hashtag after, you know, 45 came I through thought that the was was so dumbass.
1: That was so slick. I, I thought just it dope. was so dope. That was on some... That was on some Care Bear shit, like overpowering mm-hmm. negativity with just <laughs> extreme love. I like, love it. I love
0: it. That's the part of the internet that I really fuck with. Mm-hmm. When you know niggas just flip shit on their air because they think they doing something, whatever. But shout out to the drip, all
1: the Q plus drip. What well, did was you? What well, did you explain what they did with the Proud Boy hashtag?
0: Well, basically, what it was was you know forty five meter reference to the white supremacy group. Uh, the Proud Boys mm-hmm. during the presidential debate and so Well he
1: he he refused he refused
0: to denounce them to denounce them. them. Yeah. And
1: said they name like four times. Yeah. And then after the whole <laughs> debate try to act like he ain't know who the fuck they was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> all right, go ahead, go anyway, ahead. Anyway. And then it trended, but it trended because a whole bunch of LGBTQ uh followers and people on, on Twitter flooded the Instagram with all sorts of content from marriage pictures mm-hmm. just you know coming out pictures and rainbows flooded all throughout that hashtag took the word proud back took it right back proud boys and girls shout out to everybody that did that word that was hard shout out to governor Gavin Newsom Uh-oh. from the state of California oh shit he has nominated Justice Martin Jenkins to the state supreme court mm. Now, after he gets approved, which they, they expect him to be confirmed, he would be the first black justice to serve since in 23 years. That's crazy. And he would be the first queer black gay justice ever. Ever.
1: Like, Ever. Ever. <laughs>
0: You know what I'm man, saying? history is being made. It's being made every goddamn minute out here in these streets. You know wow. what I'm saying? That's I just, dope. Just I love to hear that, man. Progress. I got to tip my hat to that. Slow
1: progress better than no progress. Better than no
0: progress. Hey. We out here. Um, so next on the docket, we got Lambda Lounge. Mm-mm. You heard of that place, right? Mm-hmm. Man, they were on NBC I was there News. this past weekend, It actually. was there this past weekend. <laughs> you ain't called nobody oh, like God. nothing. Oh, God. But we'll get to that later. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Lambda Lounge was on NBC News. They were kind of headlining an article where it was showing, where it was talking about kind of the decline of NBC. LGBTQ bars owned by, you know, people of color, black mm-hmm. people. Yep. the uh, decli- uh, overall decline in that in the past 20 years. Mm. In New York City alone, we are, we have a whopping two bars that are <laughs> black owned. A whopping right now, and one of them is obviously Lambda Lounge. The other one is an Alibi. They are within feet of each other. Within feet, like a couple blocks. A couple blocks. And they are located in Harlem, if you not living here in New York City. They're located here in Manhattan, Harlem. Shout out to our global listeners. Shout out to our global listeners. But they were on the news, and they were kind of just talking about their issues and their struggles with trying to maintain a bar like that mm. in the city itself. It's already hard enough to get a liquor license. So shout out to Lambda continuing okay. to thrive and endure and serve a sorely needed population that at every turn we just get reminded how maybe our lives don't matter as much Mm. in certain platforms but continuing to thrive like that really does send a message to us that we are worth working hard for and worth um addressing and worth we providing here. We you here. know providing these type of um places safe spaces where we can come together and network cuz a lot more happens at these bars than just drinking and turning up. People actually find love, they're networking and doing their next business moves out here and real shit is happening in you know our little circuit. So having spaces like that really really does matter. So shout out to Chuck and Rick for continuing to make that shit happen. Yeah, we, we we need those watering holes. We definitely need them. Uh, I'm going to have to turn it down a little bit and give a couple of condolences. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We still out here, unfortunately, in a pandemic, and we got Black Lives Matter popping, and Black Trans Lives Matter are still mattering even less. We have the 32nd known case mm. of a Black trans woman who was murdered this year. And her name is Deshana Smith. We give a condolence to uh she give condolences to her family, her friends, and uh, anybody close to her, um, as she passed away. Ugh. And, you know, um, we send her up to the angels. Shout out to um another luminary in the black trans community. Um Monica Roberts, she's a trailblazer. She provided a platform at a time where there was no such platform for trans people, much less black trans people. She started the TransGriot. Monica Roberts is a activist and journalist that passed away um, not too long ago, about a week ago. So we want to send condolences out to her and everyone close to her, all of her admirers. We see her and we definitely... um. We definitely celebrate the work around here. Absolutely. Of luminaries like that, for sure. Um, Let's turn it around to some spotlight, though. Okay. Content spotlight. It's a whole lot of content shit going on. spotlight. Yeah, something like that. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> let's uh, shout out the LGBTQ plus content spotlight. There is a lot of good programming going on here on man. these platforms. It really is. That are... now highlighting bits and pieces of lgbtq plus culture q plus culture for short. let's go back to that let's shout out uh nunu the newest episode of the circle nyc episode eight is available Uh now shout out to them you already know the shenanigans. What is it? Uh,
1: what's the name of this episode? I don't know. But I they forgot. was in.
0: They was in the Rose. What was it the, the Rose, Rose Mansion? The Rose Mansion. <laughs> all I got to say about that is we need to go the Rose Mansion. You all about the Rose I'm Mansion. I'm all about Rose. <laughs> niggas, if you don't uh, understand
1: where I'm at in life, I mean, it's literally what he's sipping right now. So I mean, like.
0: I Man, it is what it is. It kind of matches my attire, the cashmere koi that I'm bringing right here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A little bit rose and a little bit. You are You are here. They're not ready. Let's do it. All right. Let's talk about Ratchet for a second. Mm-mm. You put me on the Ratchet. I did. Real quick. And then um I had to watch it. And then it's all eight episodes in the season right now. And it is very. Very LGBT friendly. It is. A very LGBTQ plus storyline going on in there. It is. The I main did, character at that. The main character, Sarah Paulson, who plays Mildred Ratchet. And just the so, just the fact that it's called Ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. I thought it was kind of Because I didn't know where it was going. I did not know where it was going <laughs> either. Oh, man. But um, as it so happened, one of the other characters in there is of LGBT origin as well. I think Charlie Carver, but he's in another, he's in another flick that I'm going to get to after Ratchet. But let's talk about just the fact that the eight episodes highly disturbed me. Oof. Why they had to shoot Finn like that in Cold Blood? I don't understand. Um, And as far as the whole romance is concerned and the whole, I think the most exciting parts for me were just, uh, the parts with her brother. Her brother was fine. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh shit. Um, what's her brother's name?
1: What's I'm it? terrible at the character names. I can't remember. I
0: want to say I don't want. I don't want to make up a name, but it'll come to me. Damn, but, it was. Uh, I can't remember his name. He was crazy though. Yeah, that nigga's crazy. Yeah, but um, he the actor that plays him amazing, and you know, and of course, in the show. He kind of fine. He's good at playing thing. crazy. He's really, really good mm-hmm. at it. Um, it's a very, very interesting show. A lot of things. It's based on a book, One Who Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm. It took one of the characters out of that book and kind of made I a whole story. I didn't know
1: that. It's funny because I just saw, I think on Netflix, that popped up, mm-hmm. One Who Flew mm-hmm. Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That's how, the I, actual... that's how I kind of, and, and I, I I've heard that of that knew. book.
0: I never saw it. So, I've heard Or of, read it. Yeah. I've heard of it, and I've never read the book either, but just the whole fact that there's a show out there right now that kind of places two women um, lovers at the front of the storyline and, you know, the lens that she goes through to save her brother, and that's wrapped into the story. I think that's dope. Um, let's talk about The Boys
1: in the Band. Have Uh-oh. you gotten a chance to look at that? I did, and that is play slash movie is pretty fucking incredible um it's 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 different it hit me by surprise i had heard about it before but i never really knew too much about it i never saw the play Mm -hmm. um and then you know the fact that they revived it in 2020 you know shit don't really exist until they do a documentary or they do a movie about it yeah yeah um, so now that they're doing the movie, it's, it's gaining so much popularity. And then we talking about Ratchet and the same producer, Ryan Murphy, right. is tied into this. And you see like eight different characters from the Ratchet series in this movie. I know, you know I got I see eight for everything.
0: <laughs> but um, nah. it was
1: a lot. It was enough to be like, okay, something's going on here. Because yeah, I didn't yeah. even realize Ryan Murphy was tied to it before I saw the characters. I was like, wait a minute. It's like I see at least three people right now from Ratchet. It's like, yeah, what's the coincidence? That was that was the coincidence right there because
0: you had given me these these movies uh, to look into, and that's that was the first thing that popped out to me. I didn't realize the same people were involved, but it's dope to see just to see that world come together. It's a concerted effort, it's man. We need effort. that. Shit. We need that presence uh, in mainstream. Because you know the representation matters to these kids who are out here thinking about offering themselves and not seeing themselves be reflected in real life characters, mm-hmm. real developed characters, not campy, niche, corny shit. No, high
1: quality, high quality, well acted. Yes, top of the line, well produced shit. All
0: of the characters in Boys in the Band uh, were queer. Queer in real life,
1: which is another thing I appreciate. Yeah, because that kind of like rubbed me the wrong way when they feel like they have to hire straight actors to play gay. It's like,
0: and I thought, and because one of the actors did have to play was straight, I just naturally assumed that they were straight. But in the behind the scenes, the thirty minute behind the scenes, uh, little video that they had that comes <clears> after <throat> it on that's also available on Netflix, all of the actors come out and say, "No, we're you know they're all." And I could believe gay. it. That makes sense, because they
1: played them roles really well. And those were like nuanced roles.
0: Very nuanced roles. Very, very nuanced roles. You don't get too many looks into just... Well, first of all, it takes place in 1968, because that's when the play was written. Um, It was written just a year before Stonewall actually happened. So it gives you a glimpse as to what those people were facing Hmm. in the late 60s with the whole lavender scare and it being illegal to dress as a woman and illegal to do anything homosexual out in the streets publicly and just giving you a glimpse into that world and how they had to go about you know meeting with their friends and you know and the whole I me mean, I don't want to give too much of it away but I'm going to just give you I'm going to just say that the whole um the whole fact that the movie was based on a play it gives you a different type of experience because you get to hone in on the characters there's not so much emphasis on setting or you know what's going on around them those characters really really shined and they each kind of told you a piece of their story mm-hmm. throughout the throughout the movie um mm-hmm. I want to see the play when broadway decides to come back yeah you know what i'm saying i think that it's a tony award winning uh play it did come back a revival of it came back in 2018 and it won a tony and the director the playwright uh mark crowley he um actually recently passed away shortly before this movie actually came out so he actually got to see His play that he wrote in 1968 come back 50 years later during, you know, no less the fifth was it not, not the 50th anniversary, but just 50 years later come out on Broadway and win a Tony. And then that's huge. And then two years later it gets adapted into a movie and he was around, he stayed alive a long enough just to see all of that. And, if, I mean, I don't know. That had to be like the most fullest circle moment that you could actually have in your life to see you come from the days where you, it was illegal to just be yourself. Illegal. So now you have a Tony Award winning play it's and it's being told on Netflix. The story's being retold on Netflix. It's like, crazy. I think that's amazing. I think that's a very, very important feat. um And you guys got to go check that shit out. The content out here is is really popping. The last thing I got, The Death and the Life of Marsha P. Pay it no mind, Johnson. Mm. (laughs) So I got to take a look at that movie um, a couple of months ago. And I actually sat with my mother to watch this because I was in Virginia that week. And, you know, we sat and watched it together on Netflix. And she was asking me a couple of questions, but she basically gets it. She gets the gist of what's going on. I was just explaining to her just, like, what, what the movie was about. And it's just basically concerning, you know, Marsha P. Johnson's murder and trying to really bring justice to her by finding out who the killers were or actually how she died. So it documents a transgender woman who works for the, give me one second, the Anti-Violence Project. And her mission basically is to just find out, You know, at least get the the toxicology and the the autopsy surrounding her death and find out how she actually died. And Mm -hmm. you get to see the different people that she talks to and the different uh, organizations. She calls the NYPD for officer that was involved in the case. It goes deep
1: and talks to the people. Does she find out?
0: (sighs) I can't tell you that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta watch this, see the see you how. Can't it tell ends. Us if
1: she find out how, I mean, you ain't gotta tell us how, but like I mean all right,
0: I wanna
1: I I gotta watch it. I wanna see you
0: it. You gotta watch it. You gotta see it. You gotta that see that sounds it. interesting. That's it, crazy. it's a very interesting piece. So she does talk to a whole lot of people that knew her, that spoke to her, that, you know, lived with her and saw her right before she died. She died on July 6, ninety two. That's when her body was found coming up from the Hudson River. Mm. So it's been a cold case pretty much ever since then. And Miss Victoria Cruz, the person that's on the case, was, is on the verge of retiring after 25 years working for the Anti-Violence Project. And she wanted that to be like her swan song. Her, her last thing that she... Her last duty was to find out um, how she was killed mm. um, and bring a little bit of justice and open the case up. So shout out to just the creators out here really, really
1: going out and, and telling these in.
0: stories and digging in. I love shit like that. I really do. Yeah, live, that shit live. is dope.
1: It's important, man. We need it. We need more of it. Mm-hmm. And we welcome it. Let's go. Let's and that's why we're gonna shine a light on it and shine let y'all know. A light. Go check that shit out. We go gotta support check stuff this like content. this, you know? All of it, all of it. Because it's about us. It's for us by us. It's
0: for us by us. Absolutely. Get it. And all that's right. what's going
1: on in these streets. Okay, okay. Well that that we when we moving and shaking through these streets, we like to have a little something with us. hmm You know okay. what I'm saying? So we're gonna have a little smoking, smoking session. In the, the smoking, smoking section. section Come on What? Hit that On it man Episode 20 We here Let's get it Alright Go ahead and light that up Let me see what's and going I'ma on And I'm gonna pose man. a question for these folks Alright What's the question? I wanna know Cause most of the people in here is the, These are the smokers You make it to this part of the, the, the journey These are the smokers that's here with us right now Right? Actually we got I mean we got more You could pack that too Don't feel Don't be shy about it But I wanna know you know through all of your your you know your your excursions your wee excursions mm-hmm. your your trips can you pass a drug test like if you had to take one today can you pass that bitch
0: mhm do you
1: even know how they're going to test you do you know what you got to do have you ever been through a test oh i've Cause never cuz that shit it's a thing well
0: Drug tests, in terms of like you know, they are <clears> testing <throat> your blood and seeing if you have any drugs in it. I've been drug tested before in the military because okay. okay. they have to. Make oh, see, sure. yeah,
1: now see, that's yeah. See, so we're gonna get into all of that because uh-huh. first of all, there's different ways that you can test for marijuana. Mm-hmm. There's four actually, and it's probably gonna be a few more they developing. Who knows? But yeah, yeah. there's four main types right now, um, and we're gonna go through those, and we also gonna kind of talk about some of the myths. That people talk about as far as cheating these tests. Um, Are we so, getting a little bit illicit going just a, on here? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. We ain't going to go too crazy. Mm. But we're going to start off with the types of tests. So, of course, there's the urine test. Everybody know about the piss test. Right. You know what I'm saying? Can you pass the piss test? Mm-hmm. You got peanut cup. Mm-hmm. See what's going on. It's the most popular test. Um, it detects weed... For up to a few days' use or a few weeks. So it kind of varies depending on the quality of the test, Um, you know, the brand, the company. It doesn't test for THC, actually, which I didn't realize. It, test, it tests for uh, THC-COOH, which is actually the non-psychoactive metabolism in weed. Really? So it can let you know that you've been smoking weed, but it can't let you know, like, if you're high at the moment, like if you're inebriated, so you can't be like, like all right, yeah, yeah. this nigga high right now off a piss test. You can know like it's in the, it's, it's the trace. You know they could detect the trace in your your urine, but it's not really accurate. Like you're not gonna piss test somebody if it was a car accident and you want to find out this nigga was smoking weed mm-hmm. when he was driving. That's not what you're gonna do. All right. So speaking of that, <clears throat> the T A C C O O H. That's the uh, non-psychoactive metabolic, metabolite is what it's called. Um, and it lingers for a while. That's why I say it could detect for like up to a few weeks. Wow. So that's why they tell you like you don't want to, if you know you got to have a piss test, you want to chill for like a month just to make sure you clear. You don't want to do nothing crazy. So that's what you're supposed to be doing. And then the second method, or the next method we're going to talk about is the blood test. So like you spoke about, you had to do a blood test for the military. Right, right. That's a more invasive test. It's more direct. They're testing for THC. They yeah. want to see, like, yeah. is you getting it in? Everything. You know what I'm saying? It measures the amount of THC in your system. Um, and it's mainly used for, like, investigations or for, like, high-level security stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be working, you know, head of security, the CIA, and you smoking weed and shit. Like, they they're doing blood tests. Um, and then also like an injury or DUI um, workers' compensation, like if you injured on a job, they're gonna do a blood test to make sure you wasn't smoking and that's why you got injured. Mm. Um so it's a it's a it's a more intensive um but more direct way to detect THC. Um and then there's the hair test. So you could test actual hair follicles. You look mad surprised, you ain't even know. See? There's a hair test. So you could test your actual what? hair, they take one of your hair follicles. And it doesn't measure current use. So if you just smoked like a couple days ago and you're not a smoker and you smoked like three days ago and they do a hair test, you're going to be cool. Because it don't even show up in your hair Uh, for seven to ten days after your initial use. So if you smoked on Monday, that shit ain't going to get up in your hair follicles until like that Sunday, the next Monday. So you would be cool. But it lasts for a while. So that's a longer lasting. And it's the non-psychoactive residue. It ends up in your hair. It can be tested. Um, and you can't wash that shit out with shampoo. So don't you, think you could just you wash your hair and you're going to be like, all right, yeah, oh. boom. I got They're going to do my hair follicles. Let me just wash my hair. Like, nah, that my shit is still in there. My
0: probably going to be full of it if exactly. they tested me oh, right now. Oh, you got now. the
1: locks? They're going to take one of your locks and be like, look, this nigga, nah, um, okay, so then you, the, the fourth and the most newest test is the saliva test. So this is actually still in development. They're doing a saliva test. They do a cotton swab. It's not really that proven. It's not really that tried and true. So not too many companies are relying on it. So you're probably not going to get a cotton swab saliva uh, weed test anytime soon. But it is in development. It's kind of popping in Australia, actually. But the States, we haven't really picked it up yet. Um, but it's designed to test more recent use. So within a few hours or to a little bit over a day. So if you just smoke and you coming in there doing a test, they're gonna be able to detect like all right, this nigga is he on it now. Other than just being able to smell you, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. so the saliva to test is the most it takes it tests for the most uh the current use. Um so there do you, you have it. Those are the four different types of tests. You got your urine, you got your blood, you got your hair, and you got your saliva. So that's kind of extensive. Mm-hmm. Most the most common test is the urine test. Most people do the piss test because that's the easiest to do, it's the cheapest, and it's um somewhat reliable. And it's going to let you know like, all right, this nigga been smoking for a while. He's a smoker or he kind of just don't smoke that much and he was able to pass it, whatever. Um, So, there's a lot of myths. There's a lot of anxiety that comes with having to take a piss test or being tested for drugs. You're getting a new job. You want to know, like, all right, are oh, they going to be testing me? Right. You know what I'm saying? You know you just smoked a joint. You ain't that heavy of a smoker, but you might have went out the other night. Right. And you hit the blunt. You was drunk. You got a little lit. Yeah. And you hit the blunt. So, you want to know, damn, is that shit going to show up? I got a piss test next week. And there's some myths. There's a lot of tactics that we do, of course, as humans, as pot smokers. We try to figure this shit out and beat the system. Try to cheat the test. Try to beat the system. You know what I'm saying. So there's a lot of myth- methods out there. We're gonna dispel some of them, whether they work or not. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So of course you got the one where you gotta drink mad water. They like, yo, you drink mad water. You drink mad jugs of water. You just get water all day. <laughs> how all you, much, drink- how much all you drinking is water. <laughs> That's all you drinking. You want to like a gallon a day. Like you want that type of time. You okay. gotta drink a lot of water. And apparently this is supposed to, you know, you gonna piss clear. You good. You pass your piss test. So. Apparently, it does help flush the system. It flushes a lot of the cannabinoids out. You okay, know what I'm saying? You be okay. good, you be cool, you be running clear. Should like it to force it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But it also lowers the level of creatine in your system, and that's also something that they detect in a piss test. And if that's too low. <laughs> They gonna think something is up. They gonna like, like, nah. Wow. They gonna be like, nah. This nigga, he nah. Your creatine he off. Yeah. He drank mad water. They, yeah. They like, nah. nah. We, ain't, they, we ain't pick Drop. up no cannabis, but like, your yeah, your creatine too low. So you gonna have to come back, and we gonna blood test you. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So wow. they might call you in for further testing. So you got to be careful. With the water, oh, it it will shit. work. It'll it'll flush your shit clean. But it'll backfire. But it might be too clean. <laughs> it might be a little too well done. So you gotta be careful with that. That's hilarious. Exactly. It's How many crazy. people people have, have you tried to do that? I've definitely done the water. I've done the water. <laughs> I've done the pickle juice. Pickle juice is another one. That's probably some southern geechee shit. But like apparently if you drink pickle juice, that's supposed to like help I don't know, the, the Compound the, the the compounds and the, the the acid or something supposed to work against the the cannabinoids. I don't know. You be trying anything when you want to pass the test, but a test. That was another. At least thing. to get it back to
0: the color that it need to be. So maybe. It, well, it might yeah, draw them off. that's true.
1: Yeah, I guess you try <laughs> to mix it up. But cranberry juice is another one. You okay. know what I'm saying? That's also what they say for urinary tract infections, or you want to get your bladder right, you drink a lot of cranberry juice. So that was supposed to be one of the ones. Um, mm-hmm. I tried all of that shit, but you know, it is what it so is. So the guy that was skateboarding
0: in that meme when he was doing, um, you already the ocean know, spray. he had a test coming he had a up. a test coming. That's why he was drinking the cranberry ocean spray. The whole bottle. He figured who, it who out. just
1: drinks the whole bottle who like that. The he was skateboarding whole, with was the whole, skateboarding whole bottle. With the whole bottle. Come on. He was flushing his He's system. Bobbing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so and then there's also the the question of okay, I was chilling with the homies. I ain't hit the blunt, but they were smoking. Am I going to get secondhand smoke and fail this fucking test? Mm -hmm. Like, am I going to, you know, am I at risk of failing because I was just chilling around my homies and they were smoking a blunt? Apparently, that's very, 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 very highly unlikely. (laughs) So the chances are that's not going to happen unless you were just hotboxing with the homies and the whip. They had you in a trunk and they all (laughs) lighting up and you just... You know what I'm saying? You need that kind of second hand to fucking fail a drug test. But other than that, you'd probably be all right if you were just in the vicinity of somebody smoking a blunt. You'd yeah. be all right to pass your tests the next following week. That
0: was when you was talking about the contact high to see we if we, you get... We was
1: actually talking we about that. Yeah, they that. had tests. Scientists that actually tried... Like, who the fuck got hired to <laughs>
0: to pull it... Because that's what I want to be doing. You would have loved to have been there. I know what I know like, it. Like,
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Like, where right. was that Craigslist at? Like, Shit. But... <laughs> Yeah, so that's how they doing it. They out here, they testing the shit. It's tried and proven, so yeah, they no. dispelling these myths. Mm-hmm. So we was also talking about the hair test. Yeah. And like I was saying, you can't shampoo the shit out. Like, that's not going to work. But apparently you can bleach your shit. So if you bleach your hair, you could bleach the weed follicles out of your hair. And that'll work. Mm. But the downside of it is it'll leave your shit susceptible to more contamination in the future because what the bleaching does it leaves your hair follicles porous more porous than they already are Mm. so the residue the weed residue if you continue to smoke it'll be even more in your hair follicles so if they have to test again Then it'll be a wrap. You ain't Uh, gonna
0: be able to bleach your shit enough. I'm so fucked because my hair is bleached. Oh shit! And I've been stay. Oh yeah, so your shit shit is embedded. It's embedded. It's in my head.
1: Hey man, so you did. The the more you know, you gotta you gotta learn these things. I mean, but there's also so there's also a bunch of other remedies. Like I don't know if you've seen or heard of the fake penis, the fake penis method. You've never heard of the fake penis method. Oh my god! So if you go on Google right now, you can actually purchase it. I think Amazon has the shit too. There's an actual device, and it's not like a dildo, but it's like a little plastic extra nub. It's a fake penis (laughs) that you can attach to your shit, and you can put, like, urine in it. So, like, (laughs) when you got to go take a test, you get the clean urine, and you... You know what I'm saying? And you,
0: you, you gotta be
1: sure. You ain't hear Lamar Odom tried to do this? The the LA Laker?
0: I wondered, but I never, I didn't get f- into yeah, that. Yeah, like, it's, to an, know it's what a he device. The
1: shit is like, you can purchase this shit. It's an actual device and you can use it and it shows you how to put it on and you walk in that motherfucker like it's yours and you go to the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> the shit is crazy. Wow. Like, it's people that really like thought about this People shit, really it's, thought it's this out. That, man. That's, that's another one. And then I've heard like, to piss in a condom so you get somebody you know who don't smoke they pee in a condom fill it up and then you gotta tie it around your thigh to keep it room temperature you know you gotta keep it warm yeah you gotta keep it warm you know what I'm saying and then you walk up in there of course and then you take it off and you pour it into the little cup you know what I'm saying and then you one and done (laughs) niggas got they out here cheating the system man I mean if if you don't get caught (laughs) shit but I heard I heard of one dude doing it and this dumb nigga got it from a pregnant chick <laughs> So they did the test and was like nigga you pregnant like <laughs> like how are you pregnant You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you passed the, you ain't got no weed in your system, but nigga, you pregnant. Wow, (laughs) idiot! You might want to, you might want to source that out. You might want to figure that out first. But yeah, Mm -hmm. if you don't get caught, man, you might want to do a little better due diligence when you copy your your urine. Do do your, (laughs) (laughs) do your googles, man. Do your research. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, man. There you have it. There's the the, tried and true, the different methods. You know what I'm saying? So you got a heads up. You know what you' in for. Mm -hmm. You know the possible Mm -hmm. ways you could get got. So you want to make sure, you know, you, you smoking in moderation and you ain't getting no jobs that's going to have you pigeonholed if you want to smoke like that. You know what I'm saying? So forget those government jobs. I mean, <laughs> you, you could forget
0: a lot of them. Listen, I said goodbye to those, but um, listen, even if I did get the fake penis and get the pregnant urine and shit like that, they mess around and test my hair follicles and I'm done. They get a lock out of me, done. It's a rat. Let's see what's going on now. That's here. all they need,
1: man. Hey, well, thank God I don't have any occupations with a drug test. And hopefully my current employer isn't watching this. Listen, I'm blocking y'all. Y'all can't watch the Herbal Tea Podcast. Um, but, yeah, we out here, man. I ain't got no tests. I'm cool. I passed all the tests I got to take. I don't so. got no tests neither. So what I'm saying. We out here. You know what I'm saying? Real hey. peasy passing in the tests, And hopefully y'all ain't really gotta take too many tests either But if you do You know now you're well informed And you know what to expect And you know hopefully how to cheat the system Maybe maybe. maybe.
0: Let me know how that fake penis should go
1: I'll keep you posted mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On that note You know how we like to end it How we ending it On a high note On a high note
0: from coast to coast, with his dope, this hope, with his dope, this hope. Sheesh wait. Is it lit?